We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, the Game Cox podcast on the internet. Today is Wednesday, January the 6th, 2020. On today's show, SEC play officially gets underway tonight for the Court Coxes. The Gamecocks take on the Texas A&M Aggies in the first conference game of the 2021 basketball season. Guys, I'll break down the game in its entirety. We'll talk about the Aggies' top storylines, A&M players to watch for, keys to the game. I'll give my prediction much, much more from there as well. Also, news and notes to get into, some football news, of course. Got a packed show for you guys. It's all brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, Upstate Movers Group, superior moving service. They bring care and attention other companies can't offer because they're just too busy maintaining trucks and profiting off of them instead of focusing on service. Guys, service is what separates Upstate Movers Group from the competition. They're not a trucking company, by the way. They are a moving services company, and they're also employee-owned co-op. Guys, their movers are paid twice the industry average, and everyone on the crew is just invested in the success of the project as you are. They have dedicated professional crew members, and they also offer black glove service. They offer end-to-end packing services, custom crating and packaging for special items, and cleaning services as well. They're founded by Greenville Natives and University of South Carolina alumni, guys, so a Gamecock-owned small business. They also offer 20 years of project management moving experience, and they can offer logistics and solutions that traditional moving companies simply do not have the skills for. Guys, whether you're in the upstate or across the state of South Carolina, if you have any moving needs in 2021, be sure to check out my friends over at Upstate Movers Group. You can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group. And of course, go to their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That is upstatemoversgroup.com. Guys, the show is also brought to you by our friends over at my bookie with 2021 finally here. My bookie's been in a giving mood, a $250 risk-free bet on Thanksgiving, boosted odds and free bets every hour of Black Friday, and they continue to give away more freebies for Cyber Monday. Guys, for a sports book that's supposed to be in the business of making money, they were giving it away. That's just one of the reasons why I've been rolling with my bookie this season. The fact is this, guys. If you're going to put some action on the games, whether you're betting NFL, NCAA, college football, college hoops, whatever your preference, you want to do it with a reputable brand like my bookie. Guys, you can make a deposit using the promo code GAMECOCKS. That's promo code GAMECOCKS, and they'll match you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll. Put in $200, get an extra $100 to play with. Joining and depositing is a simple process, and it's quick. But more importantly, when it's time to get paid, that's quick too. Treat yourself some extra cash in your pocket this holiday season by investing in your intuition, guys. It's not just winter season, it's winning season. So bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. Let's get it.
Yo, what is up, guys? Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. Very excited to talk to you guys here on this Wednesday, January the 6th. Is officially, we are breaking down Gamecocks basketball in its entirety once again. The game breakdowns, the game previews are here. South Carolina begins SEC play tonight. Gamecocks taking on the Texas A&M Aggies in Columbia at Colonial Life Arena. Guys, again, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you're having a fantastic week, fantastic day, a fantastic hump day. Another beautiful day in the city. It's, it's been a great week, and I appreciate you guys tuning in. Been a lot of fun as well. Um, let's go ahead without further ado. Let's just go ahead and dive right into it. How about that? Again, I'm really excited, guys, if you can't tell. I'm really excited here on this Wednesday because how long has it been? Since we've really talked basketball, like since we've really gotten into it. And again, you know, the Gamecocks, we all know, going a month without playing a game. And the fact we're able to talk about an actual game tonight happening on the floor at Colonial Life Arena, and especially being a conference game, that just warms my heart. That warms my soul. So, guys, I hope you're as excited as I am. Again, Gamecocks basketball back on the floor. Let's get into it. South Carolina taking on Texas A&M at Colonial Life Arena tonight, 9 o'clock tip on ESPNU. Surprisingly enough, this this surprised me a little bit. South Carolina opened up as a four-point favorite. These lines are via Circa Sports, by the way. South Carolina opens up a four-point favorite over Texas A&M. The over-under set at 137.5. So even with the uncertainty in regards to the roster, with South Carolina you know, basically only playing three games this season, haven't basically played in over a month. I mean, yes, you played FAMU, but, you know, you played one game the last month, and you open up as a four-point favorite. I thought that really, really surprised me. Um, when you dive into Texas A&M, 6-2 and two overall, 1-1 one one in conference. When you take a look at their schedule, Texas A&M beat New Orleans, beat Tarleton State, beat UTRGV. Um, went to the Lone Star Showdown, lost to TCU, beat Southeastern Louisiana, beat Wofford, which we're all we're familiar, uh, very familiar with, of course. Um, and they've played two conference games, lost at LSU and beat Auburn at home this past Saturday. Of course, this will be South Carolina's first SEC game. You take a look again. Keep diving into A&M, their head coach, Buzz Williams. We're all familiar with him. They shoot 45% from the field, 30% from three, so pretty prolific offensively, uh, averaging 69 points per game, holding their opponents to 63 points per game, but they are giving up 34% from three-point range. So I think South Carolina, their guards are going to have that opportunity to uh, to make some three-point shots and put some points on the board. With that being said, let's move into top storylines because there are plenty of them, as again, the Gamecocks open SEC play. I want to start first again with that note, SEC play beginning. And the interesting thing for me is this, you know, we, we've we've talked about Gamecock basketball under Frank Martin and some of the characteristics and traits that it has shown. And, and one of the things you always know about these Frank Martin coach teams is that South Carolina, yes, they may struggle in the non-conference, that they may lose some they shouldn't or what have you. But you know this South Carolina basketball team is going to be tough as nails in the conference. They're, they're going to give teams fits. Um, you know, I, I forgot exactly what the record is, but I think South Carolina has the third or fourth most wins in the SEC over the past like three, four year span. Like that's how good South Carolina has been in the conference. And they're only behind like Kentucky, Tennessee and Florida or something like it's crazy statistically. But I wonder with SEC play beginning and again, you really didn't get your non-conference. You basically had that wiped away due to COVID and everything else. 
do we see that, that same type of energy? Do we see that same type of team take the floor tonight when they take on Texas a Because, again, this is a team that has built its reputation around being really, really tough in conference, has built its reputation around giving teams fits game after game, week after week in SEC play. I wonder, again, with that time off, and, you know, because, again, th- this basketball team, for whatever reason, this program under Martin – has always found a way to rise to the occasion. Um, I, I definitely think it's been a, that's been a flaw of theirs over the last couple of years. They've played down to their competition a little bit um, in regards to, you know, when you lost some of those non-conference games. You, you think of the Stetsons. You think of the Bostons. You think of um, some of the other non-conference losses, the Wyomings. You, you wonder what happened. Did South going to play down to its competition? And the Gamecocks have always been able to raise their level of play. But I wonder, can they do that again? Like, what is the intensity like? What is the energy like? Again, it's going to be at Colonial Life Arena. You're going to have, what, maybe 3,000 people there? What does that look like for South Carolina? Be interesting to see. Also, another big storyline. What does the roster look like, guys? What does South Carolina's roster look like? Again, we all know against Florida A&M, you had nine available players. You had nine available players in that game against Florida A&M. No matter who you are, again, the fact that South Carolina was gutsy enough to get the W, I mean, any team is going to struggle when it's that limited and when you're missing some of the key pieces that you were missing the other night. What does the roster look like? Because, again, I, I really think to – and I, maybe Vegas knows already. Maybe Vegas knows that South Carolina is going to have a complete roster because I just don't see any scenario where if you don't have your full roster – I don't know how you're going to compete in this basketball game. I don't know how you're going to compete in any conference game if you don't have more than nine players available. So what does South Carolina's roster look like? You know, I really thought in the last game, I really thought one of the problems I saw with South Carolina, you know, they didn't have a Jalen McCreary. They didn't have a Keyshawn Bryant. They lacked a lot of size, and that hurt them in that last game. You know, I'm going to get into some A&M players to watch for, in a second, but they've got a big-time guy down low. Can South Carolina combat? Like, if they don't have McCreary again, if they don't have Keyshawn again, how in the world can the Gamecocks combat that? So, again, with all the COVID stuff, all the protocols, will South Carolina be playing with a full deck tonight? Will they have a roster good enough or healthy enough, if you will, or available enough to compete in and win this basketball game? Another big storyline for me. Could the Gamecocks be deadly from long range tonight with the three-point shot? Like I said, A&M giving up 34% from three. You know, you look at South Carolina, it's no secret. The strength of this team is his guards. Jermaine Kuznard, A.J. Lawson, Justin Manaya, Trey Hannibal. You got some guys that can shoot the basketball. Seventh Woods. You got some guys that can shoot the basketball. And, you know, maybe, maybe this is an obvious statement, but I, I think for South Carolina... I mean, one of the keys for them, you know, your guards are going to have to play well. You're going to have to get, because that's the strength of your team. Let's call it what it is. You're going to have to get phenomenal guard play. You just are. Those three guys I mentioned, those three guards, Coos, Lawson, and Manaya, they've got to play well for you. And again, A&M has shown they're susceptible to that three-point shot. Can the Gamecocks take advantage of it? Can they take advantage of it, put some points on the board, 
and win at the perimeter. Can they do it? Another big thing for me, another storyline, it kind of revolves around, you know, it's hard for these storylines not all revolve around the, the COVID issue that you dealt with. And that is, you know, can South Carolina last a full game from a conditioning standpoint? And again, a lot of that will play into how many players do you have available. But, I mean, guys, you take a look right now. You know, Frank Martin, after that Florida A&M win, talking about, you know, we got tired. We had tired legs out there. And again, a lot of this will play into what does the roster look like? Do you have enough guys to switch in and out? Because, you know, a guy like uh, Jermaine Kuznar, I think what he played, like 37 or 38 minutes the other night. A.J. Lawson was playing 34, 35 minutes. When you got guys playing that many minutes, they're going to get fatigued. I mean, bottom line. So, can South Carolina, because if I'm Texas A&M, my mindset is this. All right, we're going to push tempo, tempo, tempo. We're going to run up and down the floor. Let's wear these guys out because guess what? We're going to get in the second half. It's going to be some tired legs, and we're going to be able to take advantage of it. That's what I'd do if I was A&M. Can South Carolina, are they conditioned? Can they last a full game? Can they run with Texas A&M for the entire 40 minutes? And my final storyline, again, simply revolves around this. You know, people have asked me, Chris, is this still a tournament team? Chris, what do you expect from this game tonight? Chris, what do you expect for the SEC season? What will the record be? The top storyline at this point for this team, got like, what can we really expect? Does anybody know what to expect from this South Carolina basketball team? I mean, we're going to learn a lot as we go. You know, we learned on Saturday against Florida A&M that this team was resilient, had great character. You know, they came out and got a really tough, gutsy win in a situation that was less than ideal, right? We can all admit that. But, I mean, what can you expect from this team in SEC play? I mean, what can you really expect from a team that didn't get its non-conference, didn't get to play for a month, you know, is, is missing guys left and right, at least as, as of this moment is, what can you expect from them, you know? I, I'll just be really, because, again, we're going to learn a lot about this Gamecocks basketball team as we go. I, that's really what it's going to come down to. We're going to learn as we go when it comes to South Carolina basketball. What can we expect from this group of guys? The answer will come tonight, Saturday, and again, as we keep going through these SEC games. All right, let's move into Texas A&M. Players to watch for. Players the Gamecock fans need to keep an eye on. We'll start at the guard position. Guard Andre Gordon. Gordon, a 48% shooter from the floor. 9.6 points per game. Really good player. Sophomore guard for the Aggies. Um, somebody South Carolina's going to have to Again, Whichever team's guards play better is most likely going to win this basketball game. So you think of a guy like A.J. Lawson. Maybe he's the guy that locks down. Maybe a guy like Jermaine Kuznar who needs to have a good, solid defensive night. Again, I, I expect a scrappy, um, aggressive Frank Martin team. and that, those are, That's the characteristics of his team. But again, Gordon shooting 48%, really, really good with the basketball in his hands. Also a really good facilitator for Texas A&M, somebody you need to keep an eye on on the outside for the Aggies. Let's move inside. And this is where I, I, I wonder for South Carolina how they're going to combat this. But Aggies Ford Emmanuel Miller. Miller, 17 points per game, 8.6 rebounds per game, leads the Aggies in both categories. Emmanuel Miller is a damn good player. A damn good player. And somebody that, again, who accounts for him? Is it Wilden Levesque? Is it Jalen McCreary? Is it somebody else? 
The dude is long. I think he's 6'7". Let's see. Yeah, 6'7", 208. From Ontario, by the way. Sophomore. But again, 17 points per game, 8.6 rebounds per game. How does South Carolina combat his threat down low? And then finally, final Aggies player to watch for, for you guys, guard Quentin Jackson. Quentin Jackson, 45% three-point shooter. That is impressive. That is really, really impressive. Listen to this. Jackson has attempted 22 three-pointers and connected on 45% of them. He's three for eight over his last three games. This dude is dangerous from beyond the arc. Just 12 points per game, but if he's putting it up beyond three, good chance it's going in. Also a senior, a senior leader for the Aggies. So again, players to watch for Texas A&M guard Andre Gordon, Ford Emmanuel Miller, and finally the guard, the deep threat on the outside, Quentin Jackson. Let's move in the keys to the game, guy. Keys to the game. How can how South Carolina win this game? Bottom line, how are the Gamecocks going to win this game over Texas A&M? We'll start the first things first. And again, I, I know this is not going to be a popular key, most likely, but I really think in a game like this where I mentioned the roster issues and the conditioning issues, even if you have a full roster, there are conditioning issues with South Carolina. You've got to find a way, in my opinion, to slow the game down. I just think if you get in a, in a, in a running match with Texas A&M where you're trying to go back and forth and follow them up and down the floor, I don't see that spelling success for you. You need to control the pace of the game. Control the tempo of the game. Don't let A&M get you winded. Don't let them dictate the pace. Slow the game down if you're South Carolina. And... You know, work it that way. Because, again, I just don't know that you have the legs to keep up if you're trying to run, 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 run. And, again, there's going to be scenarios where you don't have a choice because I fully expect Texas A&M to push the tempo. But if you're South Carolina, and just in my opinion, I think you've got to slow this game down. Another key to the game for me. Yes, A&M has Quentin Jackson, fantastic three-point shooter, but so do the Gamecocks. And if you're going to win this game, you've got to win on the perimeter. South Carolina's got to be the better team on the outside. They've got to play great defense and stop a guy like Jackson, stop a guy like Gordon, contain those Aggie guards. Again, you think of a guy like A.J. Lawson, a really good defensive player. Jermaine Kuznard, solid defensive player. Justin Manaya, you know, you if you can't play defense, you can't play for Frank Martin. So these guys are all, all pretty good defensive players. And then on the offensive side, a guy like A.J. Lawson who had 25 against Florida A&M. You need a night like that from your big-time player. Jermaine Kuznard, you need you need you need a twenty plus night from him. Justin Manaya, you need a fifteen plus night. You you need those guys to hit their shots when they get open looks on the outside. You got to hit them flat out. You got to hit them. So again, win on the perimeter for South Carolina. And then my final key to the game, like I said, who's going to account for Emmanuel Miller? You got to contain Miller down low. You have to. I don't know again if it's going to be Levesque, McCreary. Keyshawn Bryant, maybe Seventh Woods bumps him. I don't know, but somebody's got to account for this dude. Because, yeah, you can make threes and keep winning on the outside, but it's demoralizing if you let a guy like Emmanuel Miller just, just dominate you inside all night. And especially when you think of on the board as far as rebounding is concerned. You know, who's going to be that guy that's bumping with him down low? Containing Miller down low going to be a huge key for this Gamecocks basketball team. All right, let's move to my prediction for the game tonight. South going to take taking on Texas A&M 
in the SEC opener, guys. First things first, I'd love to hear your predictions. How do you think South Carolina will fare? But like I told you guys in the beginning, uh, and I'm not trying to crown A&M or say, you know, there's some magnificent team or anything, but I was really surprised that South Carolina opened as a four-point favorite. Because with all of the uncertainty swirling around right now, and you don't know what the roster looked like. You, you, you're still not sharp. You're still finding yourself after really a month off. You know, you don't really know what to expect. I just, I know the game's at home. Again, limited capacity crowd. Man, is this South Carolina basketball team ready to go win an SEC game? I just don't know. I, and I think there's so many question marks and so many different things swirling. Again, I could not believe that the Gamecocks opened up as a four-point favorite, and my gut is telling me that is a complete misassessment of the line. I've got Texas A&M winning this thing straight up, guys. I got the Aggies 66, South Carolina 63. Again, I think it'll be a good hard-fought game back and forth, but – Man, I you know, after a month off and, you know, yeah, you got a gutsy win over Florida A&M, not taking that away for sure, but, man, um, I just think it's asking a lot of this basketball team in their first SEC game with everything that's going on to get the W. I, I just – it would surprise me if South Carolina was able to – to find a way. And it'd be a great win. I mean, do not, like, like make no mistake, if South Carolina's able to find a way to win this, win this basketball game, it's going to be a great win. Not a good win, a great win with all the adversity surrounding this team. But right now, I think there's too many question marks. I've got Texas A&M getting the win at Colonial Life Arena tonight. 66-63 to 63 final score. I do think it's a back-and-forth affair. All right, guys, before we go, a couple of quick news and notes. Some football news. First things first, this happened after I recorded the show yesterday, but Nick Muse announcing late Tuesday night that he will be returning for the 2021 football season. Um, listen, I, I know the relationship with Nick Muse and the fan base was a little interesting, definitely there early on, but I, I think this is nothing but a positive for the Gamecocks. Um, as many weapons as you can have return, as many guys who played good, meaningful football for you that you can have come back, as much quality depth as you can have, you know, you want that. And Nick Muse is a guy I thought you saw really come around and come on late in the season, had that really good game against Georgia, had the touchdown catch. I think he's a guy that, if nothing else, can provide you quality depth and be a weapon for you. Because, again, this offense, it needs as many weapons as it can get. So, again, Nick Muse deciding to return, I think nothing but a major, major positive for this Gamecocks football team. And on that note as well, on the football side, the portal giveth, and the portal taketh away. Here, Thomas announcing he is entering the transfer portal. Really honestly surprised me a bit because he's such an older player. I, I'm, I, I don't know where he's going to go. Um, I, you know, a guy that, again, played a lot of good football for South Carolina, and I guess it kind of surprised me. Um, I figured he'd either be on to the NFL or done with college football or coming back to South Carolina. But, uh, you know, he's into the portal. And, again, you, you can't blame any of these guys. They, they want to explore their options. And, you know, their, their, their head coach got fired. And, I, I, you know, I understand. Whatever. It is what it is. But, uh, you know, teach their own. We'll see what happens. And, uh, 
you know, Keir Thomas officially entering the portal. Like I said, it, it giveth and it taketh away. Gamecocks are going to pick up some really, really good players in the portal. But in the process, when you're going through a coaching change, stuff like this is going to happen. You're going to have guys that transfer, and that's 100% okay, and wish them nothing but the best, obviously. But again, guys, really excited for the start of SEC basketball tonight. We're finally talking basketball yet again. And if you're tuning in and don't know, tonight, pregame show, the Daily Crow pregame show for South Carolina Texas A&M will go live 8 to 8.30, taking all your questions, comments, everything else ahead of tip-off at 9 o'clock. And then we will have the postgame show afterwards, taking all your questions, your reactions, again, all that good stuff. But again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Go Cox, beat Texas A&M, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks so much. is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the hvac is humming and his facility shines with Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces plus 24 7 customer support his venue never misses a beat call quickgranger.com or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done